Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. This is ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our first guest holds a degree in engineering physics and a degree in computer science and has more than 17 years of experience developing electronic control systems for the mobile machinery market. He has worked both directly with OEMs and as a supplier to OEMs, focusing on innovation and new product development. Please welcome Paul Gamori, Application Engineering Manager for JCA Electronics. Paul, welcome to the show. Hi, Peggy. Thank you. Well, we're delighted to have you. So, Paul, let's talk a little bit about JCA because you guys are a little bit different having worked so much in the OEM market space. So let's talk a little bit about what JCA is all about and how you're really helping the construction space. Sure. Uh, yeah, JCA, I'll tell you a little bit about our history. Uh, we're about a 15-year-old company, and we started off uh, developing wire harness uh, for mobile equipment. Uh, our customers are typically OEMs, and so what we do is we work closely with uh, OEMs to design complete electronic control systems for their vehicles. Uh, so as a typical example, you know, a customer of ours might have a, a machine with uh, some sort of control um, system on it, uh, hydraulics or pneumatics or electric motors, and they're looking for a way to control that system. We'll work with them to uh, design a control system that, uh, that meets the requirements and, uh, and provides uh, the functionality they need. Um, one of the things that we've done over the, uh, over the growth of the company is we've tried to introduce products that are innovative in some way. So as we work with our customers, as we take on new projects, uh, we look for uh, adding some kind of innovative feature to the products. And one of the, one of the areas that we've been uh, pretty successful is we've added a Wi-Fi and Bluetooth interface to the controllers that we offer. So that means that when our customers introduce a control system to their vehicles, they also have a way to connect to those vehicles over a wireless interface. We would then develop uh, an app uh, that would run on a tablet or a smartphone and allow them to, to interface with their vehicles. So through this, we've been able to introduce a lot of uh, very unique types of uh, systems, both in the ag and construction uh, markets, and, uh, and uh, give our customers a little bit different way to interface with their vehicles. So let's talk about that. How important, when you think about it, in the field and at the job site, has Wi-Fi and Bluetooth kind of connections become with apps right now? Are we seeing some real proliferation of that? Is it, it really, you know, growing at a rate and a clip that you really think that construction is embracing Wi-Fi and Bluetooth? Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think it is. I think it is the way that things are going. Um, I would say that uh, you know we work uh, in a number of different markets, and, and I would say that uh, ag has uh, kind of taken the lead in that area, but we're seeing it uh, gain interest in, in many different markets. And one of the main reasons for that is just the technology itself. Uh, you know, tablets and smartphones are a commercial product, so they're driven by uh, by high uh, high users, uh, high volume users. So the technology is very uh, very good. The LCD technology is very good. The software is very good. And most people have one of these devices with them at all times. If you look at you know, what uh, vehicles have done traditionally, having a uh, custom-designed uh, display terminal or instrument cluster in the vehicle, uh, those have served well, but it's difficult for those kinds of products to keep up with the latest technology. 
So people are embracing the tablets, they're embracing the, the smartphones as a different way of interfacing with the vehicle. And, uh, and the other thing we can do uh, by using those kind of devices is we can build upon some of the features that are already there, such as weather and mapping and GPS, and we can integrate those into the apps that uh, customers are using to interface with their vehicles. And it adds uh, you know, quite a lot of, uh, of interesting ways, uh, interesting new capabilities there. I would. You just comment about the ag side of things, and I think in construction, the weather and mapping side of that, I would think would be very popular with now if construction's trying to think about logistically how they can do things and kind of plan and collaborate with subs and 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 their 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 team to get things done, knowing what they can do in that kind of a situation. That's right. Absolutely true. And uh, and you know the other thing that the the tablet or the smartphone offers is a connection to uh, the internet. So by uh, by using that device to interface with the vehicle, you can tether an internet connection, and then your job site can become uh, a network of vehicles and a network of information that you can use to to manage the site. Are you seeing that? I mean, because you know there's 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 pros and cons with that. When you integrate smartphones and tablets into control systems. You, you kind of develop relationships in the, in the chain of things. So while that's good, there's also the downside. There's that collaboration side, which is amazing. But then there's also security issues with that as well. So can we, can we talk about both sides of that, the collaboration side, which is the plus, but then the security side, which in some cases, you know, raises kind of this whole hornet's nest of things. Right. Well, certainly the collaboration absolutely, uh, you know, it, it opens up uh, uh, quite a quite a number of different possibilities. Um, you know, one of the one of the things that uh, that we see is, you know, the user is comfortable with the with the smartphone, the tablet, it's their device. They personalize it, uh, and and so they're comfortable with it. They, and they uh, you know, most users like using it that way. Uh, like I said earlier, the the ability to collaborate data and share it with the cloud, share it with the internet. Uh, share it with a site manager or, or you know, a dealer or an OEM who's looking for data. Uh, it makes it very easy to start to share that data um, by using these devices. From a security standpoint, um, we put security measures in place when it comes to the connection between the device and the Internet. So those are secured uh, connections. Um, and the interface between the smartphone or tablet and the vehicle is a proprietary uh, network that... Um, that you know someone couldn't walk up and connect to uh, without uh, without knowing what that interface is. So most all the control functions exist still on the vehicle as they would today. This is really just a window to that and allowing you to interface with it. When you talk about all these things, when we talk about the ability to look at applications, and you mentioned the idea of data, I would think right now we have this so much of this plethora of data that we're now seeing how much data do you look at? Because as I see it. You're now being able to, because you talked about hydraulics, and now I could see that you're now talking about this whole telematics side where it's just an, an ongoing flood of information. So I could see that you can now integrate with your fleets, and there's so much information that you can ascertain that I think it's, it's now knowing what data do you really want, what data do you really need, versus what's going to help you become more efficient, more effective, more profitable. So you got to manage that data. I mean, data can be overwhelming sometimes, and, and sometimes it, it can be scary because you're getting too much data. Is there a way to look at certain applications that you're talking about that gives them the right information to manage it in a way that seems useful and not overbearing? 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, just having the data is only uh, only one piece of the puzzle. So, and and that's that's um, certainly one thing that we have uh, focused on. And you know, primarily we're developers of uh, control systems that control functions on the vehicles. So when we work with our customers, we know exactly what they're trying to achieve and how they're trying to achieve it. So we can build that in right from uh, the design phase and uh, and make sure that we're identifying the key metrics, the key pieces of data that they want to look at and their customers want to look at. Uh, because just collecting the data doesn't do it. You have to be able to analyze the data and you have to be able to create the exception reports and you've got to be able to draw upon what actually matters to the end user because nobody's going to look at uh, pages and pages of data that don't draw any conclusions. Uh, so we, we try to integrate that right in with the control system and then uh, and then we know what data needs to be used and we provide a, an interface uh, that uh, different levels of users can use to uh, to take a look at what's actually important to them. Who's actually looking at this data? I mean, who do you, who's your actual target customer then for this typical data that you describe? Is it uh, fleet well, managers, uh, project managers? I mean, I'm trying to understand that a little bit. I, there's different levels. I mean, obviously, obviously, the user of the vehicle is the first person. That, that's the that's the person who needs to know how the vehicle's running uh, and uh, and needs you know immediate data in terms of uh, what's happening right now. And so, the smartphone or the tablet uh, is a way to provide that to them. If we start talking about uh, data that's used for analytics at a later time, uh, that could be you know a, uh, a site manager, someone who's, who's managing a building site or a construction site, uh, and they're looking at the productivity of those vehicles and uh, and you know were were they used uh, with uh, in the way that they're supposed to be used and were they as productive as as as, uh, as expected. If you go another level up, you might have the OEM who's trying to look at uh, failure trends and using that data to improve the productivity of their vehicle. So they may look at components that uh, are failing often, and uh, that can help them dig into uh, what the root cause of those failures are. Uh, so depending on the level of the user, there, there's different information that needs to be, uh, needs to be provided. Um, but, uh, and, and every customer is going to have a different set of requirements, so, uh, so the key is to work uh, closely with the customer to understand that and build that into the system. Paul, we've got just about a minute left. You guys are going to be at the expo. Where are you guys going to be so our listeners know what you guys are going to have on display there? For sure, yeah. We, uh, we're going to have two uh, booths. Uh, we're going to be in the Bronze Hall, uh, and there we're going to be exhibiting um, most of our capabilities uh, so you can go and learn about everything we do. Uh, we're going to have a display where we've built up a number of Lego models and uh, we can control those Lego models, uh, you know, drive them around and move the booms up and down and that kind of thing using a tablet and using a remote joystick. Uh, so, uh, so that's open to uh, people to come and play and, uh, and use those devices. Uh, we're also going to be exhibiting within the tech experience. And there again, we have a dozer model that uh, has a, a, a hydraulic subsystem. And we've added one of our controllers to this model uh, and we've written an app for the for the model as well. So once again, you'll be able to drive this vehicle around, uh, control the hydraulic functions, and uh, get a feel for what it's like to uh, control a vehicle using an app on a tablet. Well, Paul, that's exciting. We're looking forward to seeing what you have on and display next week at uh, the Expo. So thanks for joining us today. Great. Thank you. Thanks very much. All right, listeners, we're out of time, but you can see there's going to be some great stuff at ConExpo ConAg next week. So stick around. We've got more to talk about. And thanks for tuning in to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back with Andrew Royal from Illumigare.
Imagine what's next for the future of the construction industry. 3D printing, robotics, roadways that heal, autonomous vehicles, holograms, augmented reality. Step into the new tech experience at Con Expo Con Ag and revolutionize how you think about infrastructure, the future job site, and the skills needed for tomorrow's workforce. Just one part of North America's largest construction show. Attend Con Expo Con Ag March 7th through 11th in Las Vegas. If it's new, it's here. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Identity theft costs over $20 billion a year. When was the last time you changed all of your passwords? Don't be a victim. The nonprofit Securing Our E-City Foundation is here to support you. They serve individuals, families, seniors, businesses, and nonprofits throughout San Diego, helping to make a safer cyber experience for all. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're at a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Ulcher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting TheReinventionWorkshop.com today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to TheReinventionWorkshop.com. That's TheReinventionWorkshop.com. Come join over 130,000 construction industry professionals in March 2017. ConExpo ConAg 2017 is North America's largest construction show. Explore over 2.5 million square feet and imagine what's next with over 2,500 exhibitors. Get the details at ConExpoConAg.com slash future and join us as we take this to the next level. 